Okay, Cosmic Warriors, welcome back to the Scenic Group Astrology. My name is Michaela. I'm your astrologer here, and we are talking about the new moon in Scorpio that's happening on November 4th at 5.15 p.m. in Providence, Rhode Island. So you just want to cast the new moon um, for where you're located um, to get to get the rising sign and the MC and all that. Okay. Um, the new moon is happening at 12 degrees and 40 minutes in Scorpio, and it's opposing Uranus and Taurus at 12 degrees and 47 minutes. Okay. So there's only a seven uh, degree arc in between this new moon, which is very, very stimulating for us. Um, there's a lot of aspects in the chart that I'm going to go over as best as I can. And, um, I do want to tell you that this is not going to be a boring month for you. Um, I believe that there'll be a lot of internal transmutations going on within us. Um, this is a time where we can dig really deep into our soul growth, into our emotional or psychological areas of our life and that we can really do an alchemical change internally within us. Um, you know, the month does have a lot of intense aspects and then we will be experiencing a full moon lunar eclipse um, mid month. And then we'll have the nodal shift happening shortly after with the nodes moving into Taurus and Scorpio. So I do think that this new moon is, is like all new moons are important for us in our charts, but because of the new moon in Scorpio and because this archetype is so deeply powerful and transformational, um, and with the aspects that we're going to dig into, I think that there is some probing qualities that are going to come out. Um, some secrets will come out, um, uh, things that you didn't see before uh, might be brought into the light and it's going to ask you to work through it in a, uh, an open way, a new way, an objective way and be flexible with these changes. Um, you know, this will always show up natally in your chart on a personal level and might not always impact you to such a powerful degree as it would other people. Um, but we'll definitely see this stuff start to show up in the collective. And um, even today, um, a friend of mine sent me an article about the uh, the debt ceiling, um, you know, in the United States being very controversial right now. And it was postponed that the, the, the finalization of what we're going to do about our debt ceiling um, has been postponed for a couple more weeks. And I kind of just think it's divine timing that we'll probably have an answer around the eclipse coming up in Taurus in the middle of the month. So that's going to impact us as a country deeply. And we're just going into some time, some times of change, some times of shift. Um, we're going to have to wonder if our power dynamics are equal. Um, we should probably thinking about the, the exchange between, you know, what we give and what we're receiving and, and these deeper levels, emotional things around the Scorpio archetype, these could probably come to surface. 
you might be questioning your own power dynamics in your own life at this time. And that can like literally just be, um, you know, within your relationships and like, how is the give and take process within those right now or in the work field? How is your give and take process going on? And is the time and energy, you know, coming at a certain cost? Okay. Is it coming at an emotional cost or a monetary co uh, cost? And these things are going to be under a, a deep investigation, um, on a personal level, but then we're also going to see these things show up in the collective, um, getting to the depth and, and getting an analysis of, of these dynamics. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Scorpio archetype can be really passionate, um, but it can also be really secretive and private. And um, we're going to have Mercury shift into Scorpio um, on the fifth and the sixth of this month. So I think that if there's been anything that you've been trying to investigate, or you've been wondering, um, if there's something that you don't know, or you're waiting for like a, a little bit more of an answer to finalize your projective outlook on something or the direction that you want to go. I think when we have this shift of Mercury go into Scorpio, it's going to reveal some more information for you. So you'll be able to process things on a deeper level um, so that whatever's going on in your life, you can finish this process of, you know, like investigation or taking out the garbage, if you will, and replacing it with something new that's going to better serve you. Okay, so it's an intense, <laughs> it's an intense new moon, but that's okay because sometimes we need the intensity and it's not boring and it shifts things up for us and um, it raises awareness so that we can start to ask ourselves deeper questions. Okay, um, and like always with a new moon, it's a very dark phase. This is the beginning of something. So you know, it, it will be like the, the beginning of the gestation process of whatever is coming to surface for you or whatever you're digging into for more information. This is the beginning of this cycle um, that will um, uproot itself as the month progresses and goes on. And definitely when we see the sun move into Sagittarius, um, that's probably when most of us might feel that we have dug in and found our own truths at that point. And then we're able to um, take them out and share them or be open around them. Okay. So I do think this is, um, this is a month where you want to be cautious about the actions that you're taking and not become impulsive around them and, and take your time thinking things through really digesting things really sitting on them um, um, and, and looking deeper within. And an analogy I've been repeating with people lately with this Scorpio archetype, the Scorpio season is really a, the, the Alice in Wonderland scenario where she falls down the rabbit hole and she doesn't know where she's going. She just, she's falling and she's falling and she doesn't really, she doesn't know what's happening. She's kind of confused. And we can be in this confusion during this time. And I'll, I'll reiterate this when we talk about the transits and why you'll, you might feel some sort of uh, fogginess because Neptune is at play with Venus here. But 
at the end of it, you know, Alice goes through, through, I mean, there's no time in Alice in Wonderland, right? Like I'm late, I'm late, I'm running. The, the white rabbit's talking about how he's late, but we don't really know the timing or anything like that. So Alice comes out at the end of this transformed, right? She comes out, um, it's okay, little girl. <laughs> uh, as in, with a new perspective and with, with things that she's discovered and learned that are very mystical, very occultish, very um, spiritual. And, and she meets power dynamics and, and she meets all sorts of people and new truths and realizations through her journey, right? And, and I think that we can kind of harness this kind of adventure in the month of November, okay? Where we're kind of discovering realms that we don't know or emotional, um, underneath emotional feelings that we haven't really addressed or, or looked at before, especially, you know, from the following year that we've just had. And it's really about this deep psychological investigation this time. And then with the Scorpio archetype or like when we have an eighth house transit or if we're having an eighth house year or Mars is in Scorpio, I really believe that this is a time for us to continue to investigate and go deeper within ourselves, but not really take action um, keep asking questions. And then when you find an answer, but you're not really clear on how to, to explain it, keep asking more questions. Okay. So you can kind of go in this rabbit hole dynamic as to why things are happening in your life right now, or why things are happening in the collective right now, right? It's like the private detective energy right now. Let's dig in. Let's ask questions. Let's go deeper. Let's question things. Let's look at power dynamics at play. Um, you know, are things equal? Are they not? Do we need to let some things go? Do some things need to die in our life right now? Um, and I don't mean that like literally, but sometimes, you know, metaphorically, do, do we need to let some things go to rest so that we can uh, transmute our soul and evolve and grow? So... <clears throat> There's a lot, there's a lot with the Scorpio archetype. It's extremely powerful. Um, and I also do want to touch that, you know, when we're going through the Anima Mundi and the Zodiac, okay, and we go through all the signs through Aries, through Virgo, we're really forming, we're, we're forming ourselves. like our, the baby begins at the Aries sign and it goes through this whole process of of Taurus, like establishing its needs and its values and then Gemini and like sharing that, you know, and then cancer and returning back to home with, with the, the networking that it did or the new friendships that it made or the new information it got returning back to home and establishing that self through the cancer archetype. Okay. And then we form our, our self-expression Leo, we form our heart, right. The, the, the way that we want to come out and express ourselves in the world or be who we want to be. And then we perfect it with Virgo archetype, and we discern things and we kind of toss things out and keep other things and, and create this perfection process around ourselves. And then in Libra, we go out and we share it and we bond with other people. But then after Libra, we go through this death process. We go through this trans transformational process um, where 
you know, we deeply connect and learn with other people and, and we understand the dynamics around the exchange of energy. Okay. And then sometimes some of those exchanges aren't healthy for us and need to, um, they need to go away. They need, we need to get rid of them. Right. And then we go into this process of, of transmutation of, of death of renewal or the Phoenix rising, I like to say, and then we take it out into the world and we carry on these new truths into the Sagittarius season. Okay. And we finish it. We can we, I mean, we can go through the whole <laughs> dynamic of the whole Zodiac, but this is why this month is particularly important because we're going through this whole process as a country and as a world right now, after we have just experienced COVID, after we've experienced um, a new election, okay, after, you know, we're, we're trying to figure out our money issues in the world and, and where our debt's going to be at and what money are we going to owe and, and how are we going to make it back? How are we going to pay our debts? How are we contributing? We're pulling out of wars where other wars are beginning in other parts of the world. And so there's this all exchange of energy going on between us all. And it's, it's really under investigation right now. Okay. And if you can take it down to your, your uh, personal life, your personal level, where are these dynamics showing up for you on a personal level? You know, some of us are going through um, major changes where we're, you know, we're, we're starting new jobs or we're completely uprooting our life or we're moving home, moving homes, or we're having new friendship groups, right? We're, we're just completely transforming our whole entire being and ourselves because our values are different and our beliefs are different. And these are all being tested right now during this time. So let me get into the aspects <laughs> of the chart. So of course, you're going to want to look at um, where 12 degrees of Scorpio falls in your chart and then 12 degrees of Taurus falls in your chart because the, the, the 12 degrees is going to signify where this new moon is happening and Uranus and Taurus might be the shocking quality that brings something new and exciting or changes something erratically for you around this new moon. It's not to be scared or anything like that. Usually Uranus and Taurus like is holding on to its fixity for so long until something needs to break and change. And it's just like, boom, you know, all of a sudden this needs to change and this is how it's going to go. And, and, and it's erratic. It's unexpected. Okay. So this new moon could even be like a new download. Like you could even just have an emotional break where you don't feel the same about something anymore. You know, it doesn't always have to be so physical and literal and something to be fearful of. Um, but it can be, you know, this just unexpected shift internally within you that's going to ignite this whole new process around this this new moon, okay? And the, the sun is going to be conjunct in the moon, obviously, because that's that's what a new moon is. The sun and the, the moon are together. And it's the dark phase of the moon because you can't see the moon um, behind the sun's light, that the sun is our vitality. Okay. And while it's in the sign of Scorpio, it's having us find something within the depths of our emotional selves and grab onto something new 
that will challenge our um, personal life and the collective or be challenging um, in our personal lives or the collective. And, and the reason why I'm saying it's going to be challenging is because the this um, opposition between the sun and the moon and, and Scorpio and Taurus is going to be forming a, um, a T-square to Saturn in Aquarius at seven degrees. And Saturn will represent, you know, our emotional boundaries um, that, that we have set for ourselves, right? Or any type of boundary that we have set for ourselves in our life. And this, this Uranus opposition might break you out of because a T-square is, is a dynamic where there needs to be a shift and there's a tension, but there needs to be a break in something so that something can move and shift and change through a, through a crisis action, okay? So you could have an erratic something pop up that, that forces you to have a new boundary um, that is unique and different um, either to the people that are in your life, they might not understand it, or the collective or, or the work environment. Um, Aquarius themes can be groups of people or groups of friends, right? Um, and it, 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 in the Aquarius archetype, it can be different. It can just be, um, you know, not the, the, not the normal, not the usual. Okay. So you might get a new insight or a download that even that you want to share with all your friends and family, and they not, might not understand it. They might not see where you're coming from. Okay. Because they're like, well, this is so new and different. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know this before. Scorpio, I didn't know this before, right? This is a secret that I didn't know. Or how, why have you been hiding this for so long, right? And you could be like, wow, I didn't want to hide this anymore. I wanted to, I, I have this new energy, this new um, feeling about me that I just really need to surface this this underlying emotion, it really needs to come up for change. You might be having these dynamics around this new moon. Okay. And there is, there's softer aspects within this challenging time. If, if there, these dynamics are going on where um, Saturn, okay. So that the tip of that T square is forming a trine to, um, to Gemini, to, to the, the Gemini um, series in Gemini, um, and then a wide square to the North Node in Gemini. And so with the Gemini dynamic, we want to be um, uh, curious and open, and that the, the trine will be a supportive energy behind that, where we can be curious and open to a new direction, North Node in Gemini, and also series creation, all right, something we want to nurture and grow upon. Okay, so so there's a supportive energy right there where if we can uh, communicate ourselves in a non-manipulative way, okay, because we want to be careful of manipulation with the Scorpio archetype. That's just the negative side of it. There's duality, polarity within every zodiac sign. So I'm not hating on Scorpio because. I'm a progressed Scorpio rising. I understand this energy very well. I have Pluto and Scorpio in the first house. We all have Scorpio in our chart. So yes, there can be manipulation from a negative side with Scorpio, but there can also be like deep healing and truth uncovering 
um, and deep honesty with this side. So if we come at this with this kind of perspective where we're open and we're, we're flexible to creating these new boundaries, the Saturn Aquarius new boundaries, the Sirius and Gemini, the trine, creating this new flow, this new energy, expanding ourselves, um, looking at it from a more objective point of view, we can really harness this new moon in a very positive, positive light. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I also want to talk about Venus is at the anoretic degree of Sagittarius at 29 degrees Sagittarius, and it will be moving into, um, it will be moving into Capricorn on November 5th. Okay. But while we're at this new moon, Venus is at the 29th degree. And this degree is often the sign of like a completion or a conclusion. Okay. But, v but Venus is forming this square to Neptune and Pisces. So there's a sense of urgency around the partnerships, right? The partnership dynamics that we're having or um, um, our, our, our values, or, you know, our, our values, what we're placing those on um, and our beliefs and our truths around values because Venus is in Sag. There's this like urgency to like finalize it. Like this is it. And, and it's backed up by this Scorpio intensity. However, with the 29th degree, sometimes we want to be careful of making the poor choice and um, having like an overcompensation because you have this real big need to speak your truth or to uh, project your truth or partner or, or sense of um, uh, urgency onto others, onto your partnerships, okay? And we could be a little dogmatic at times, sometimes with the Sag Sagittarius dynamic, okay? So um, my advice with this, because Venus is forming a square to Neptune where we can be a little bit fogged we can be a little bit hazy with the neptune dynamic on how we are uh projecting these these beliefs and truths and values right and how we're forming this new belief system and being flexible we could be a little too pushy some of us right so um with this kind of aspect it would be i think healthier to let something dissolve Okay, which is backing up the Scorpio energy again, where something needs to die, right? So instead of like urging yourself and, and projecting and be like, this has to be it, or this is the way, or I have to do this now, actually think and pull yourself back a little bit and slow down a little bit because the energy is there to slow down, to dissolve something before you crystallize it, because you will have the chance to crystallize it when Venus moves into Capricorn and she will be there for many months, like four months, four and a half months. And she's going to have a retrograde phase. And that's going to be a very important time for us. Okay. So we don't, I think the emphasis shouldn't be so much on the Venus qualities around this new moon. It's more about dissolving, digging in, going deeper, um, so we can clear the space so we could have something beautiful and new rise like the Phoenix, right? <clears throat> so, and Venus will also be sextiling Mercury in Libra. So it's going to be supportive with communicating these things, um, with others. 
Okay. And then, and I have some Mercury and Libra articles for sure. Um, you know, but with, with Mercury and Libra at the final degree, 28 degrees at this new moon, he, Venus, he, whatever, she, he, it doesn't matter, is flexible. It can see both sides. It can definitely play his devil's advocate, but it's a total good note negotiator. And if you approach this with an open understanding and flexibility, you can probably get your point across much deeper, right? Where you need to, or you can get your thinking um, to go much deeper, your processing um, abilities during this time to go much deeper. So that when you are trying to finalize these truths for you, um, you feel very confident moving into Cap Venus and Capricorn season around these new truths. Um, I do think that this is a really good, <laughs> yeah, I do think this is a really good new moon if you're an artist or a writer or a poet, just because you're going to be able to um, create something from the depths of your soul. Right. Like like Scorpio will help you dig really deep into these dynamics, into emotional realms, into into psychological realms. Um, and, and sometimes we find a, a piece of gold down there in, in Hades world. You know, sometimes we find that treasure. And uh, if we think about it, Persephone, the story of Persephone, where she, you know, she left her mother and, and she married Pluto and spent six months in hell with Pluto and six months above, you know, she liked it down there. Like um, some of the stories of her is that she liked it down there and she was actually happily married to Pluto down there. And from somebody who has just been through this um, dark night of the soul kind of transit for the last seven months, I do have to reiterate that the Scorpio dynamics that can come up in our life, because I'm having an eighth house year, is incredibly beautiful when you're finished and done with it, because you come out at a completely new person with all this wealth and knowledge that you didn't have before. And, and you're wiser because of it. And you feel more empowered because of it, because you went through such an intensely emotional time that there's, there's this power dynamic that you can carry on and you can actually help be a leader for other people during that time. Okay. Which would be really reflective of, of, of Mars and Scorpio right now. Um, if you want to take action, carry other people through the depths of their hell, you know, don't, don't be acting in revenge or manipulation or anger um, or intensity like that. This could be a really good time to, to go in and save somebody else who's experiencing some kind of misfortune or who's experiencing some kind of death process themselves. And you can go in and you can say, I've been here with you. I've been here. I can come in here with you and I can take you out too. I can, I can be a light for you uh, during this time, during this process, which I think is an overall message for this new moon is like, it will be difficult. I think the month of November will be difficult, but it's how we choose to act because there's always fate and free will. Okay, and so we can use to turn tragedy and moments of tragedy into triumph. Okay, it's just how we choose to act and, and the, the way that we try to look at it. Um. 
So Mars is, uh, since we're talking about Mars, Mars is also going to be quincunx Chiron. Okay. And this, this will actually form, um, Chiron is also going to be sextile series, and this is going to form a yod in the chart. Okay. So this is basically like you want a healing, you want to go and heal some deep emotional part of you, and you want to go in a new direction and create a new direction around it. But ultimately, this, this Scorpio new moon is going to reflect to you the dynamics that is really difficult for you to do this, right? It's not impossible. It's not a no. The answer isn't a no. It's just going to start to bring to surface why you haven't been able to move forward yet as much as you want, whether that's healing or expressing yourself or starting a new venture, um, whatever is going on in your life that's very, like you feel blocked or difficult. This yod between Chiron and Aries, Sirius and Gemini um, hitting the new moon, it's going to reflect that. It's going to bring that up for you. Um, and with the quincunx, we don't, we can't see this new moon. Like you might have like some emotional thing come up and it hurts and you don't understand why it hurts, right? You don't understand why it bothers you. And then you don't understand, or you don't exactly see yet how you can heal it or how you can fix it. Just be patient with yourself because you don't have to have all the answers right now. As this new moon unfolds into its gestational process, right? The next six months, you're gonna know better. You're gonna, you're gonna have the answers more. Just keep digging, keep asking questions, journal, meditate, um, you know, go, go to your therapist, um, seek help when you need, talk to friends. Um, you know, get massages, do healing techniques, do everything that, that serves your heart space, that makes you feel um, more secure, more empowered, um, and, and try to keep yourself grounded during this time so you don't let other things probe you out of control, right? Because you have control over everything. Um, the process is never easy when we go through a Scorpio time, but it is totally worth it at the end. It, it, it totally gives you these, these chironic lessons around healing our old wounds that when these transits are done, you'll look back and you'll, and you'll be like, wow, like I, I'm empowered. I'm a, I'm a powerful human being and we're all powerful human beings. We all have this capability to, to get through, uh, difficult times. Okay. And struggles. Um, and to back this up, <clears throat> Vesta is in Scorpio. Okay. So Vesta is, is where we continue to light the flame around the home and hearth. Okay. Uh, something that is meaningful to us, right? Um, we keep the flame going and Vesta in Scorpio is going to represent whatever it is that you're trying to keep the flame lit around. There's a deep emotional dedication to this. You're going to be deeply devoted during this time with Vesta and Scorpio to this emotional digging, this uncovering, this healing journey, this new start. Um, it is Quincunx Eris in Aries. So it, it might irritate other people and it might provoke other people um, if there's some projection involved or reflection involved in these 
dynamics with other people, but that's okay because sometimes we have to provoke the jealousy and the envy and, and the, to discover, you know, where something isn't truthful, where something could change or where something needs an adjustment. Okay. Cause with the queen Kong week, it's just like an adjustment. Okay. So just know that like, if you're in a healing process and a healing journey and you're digging in deeper for answers and for truth, you might trigger somebody else in the process. And that's okay because sometimes we need to show up and be heiress to other people so that they can be illuminated as well. And they can get a light shown onto them. And this can happen for you too. This can, <laughs> it can go both ways, right. Or during this, uh, this new moon. So it's, it's a, it's a doozy. <laughs> it's, it's fun though, because Scorpio is, is challenging and it's healing. And, um, I think that we're going to come out of this. Okay. Um, part of our abilities with the Scorpio archetype is to, we can tap into our, our powers of the soul, our healing powers, um, we, we can become passionate individuals. Um, you, I, I'm a huge believer in invoking the Kundalini or using like healthy sexual energy to do powerful magic or healing. Um, you know, if you have a partner that you love, like, you know, love each other, be more intimate with each other, enjoy the intimacy of life. Okay. During these times, we don't have to be so serious all the time. Um, we can sit back and we can co-create with the universe and we can realize how powerful and how magical we are um, and use these to our benefit to, to uh, create abundance and happiness and, and love and, and deep emotional connections like you've never even realized you could have before. And like anything, intention is the most powerful tool love and intention is the most powerful tool you could use, um, ever just always when you're, when you're, you're manifesting or you're doing ritual or, or you're doing healing work. Um, but even when you're thinking day to day, you know, like your intention is, is everything. And with this Scorpio new moon, people's true intentions are going to be revealed to you. You're going to see them. Um, and then you're able to do what you will with them. Okay. Um, this is a fun time guys. This is fun. So I hope that you have a beautiful week. Um, be easy on yourself. Remember, take your time processing, take your time with things. And I will be back again. I got to talk about the eclipse season with you. I got to talk about Mars and Scorpio with you, Mercury and Scorpio, the Venus and Capricorn transits that are coming up. Um, it's, it's getting busy. <laughs> it's getting busy. It's cool though. Um, and, and if you have any questions, please reach out. You can find me on my Instagram at the scenic Group astrology. Um, you can find me at Astro Mac at clubhouse, um, for live conversations. I bet those are my favorite. I am beginning a Patreon soon. So just stay tuned for that. Um, and, uh, you can always book a reading with me off, uh, astroroots.com. And if somebody wants to put timestamps down below, I will give you a discount on an astrology reading as well, because I have not done the timestamp 
process yet. And I kind of, the way I flow and I talk is very much like a conversation I'm trying to have with you. Um, but if anybody wants to do that, I will give you a lovely discount on an astrology reading. And with that being said, everybody have a wonderful new moon. And um, I wish you the best with your healing journey and you have enough stamina to get through all of this and you are incredibly powerful and you have an unlimited potential and you are incredible, magical human beings. And I wish you the best. Yeah, sending lots of love. I'll be back. Thanks.